Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Adrian. And we are so excited about today's episode because I think it's something that every redhead can resonate with. And if you're a mom or you're an aunt or you're a grandma and you're listening in, this episode is all about raising redheads and how to give kids who have red hair confidence. So today's big, big topic is confidence. We have someone very, very special and perfect in the studio today. It's our mom, Jan, who taught us how to have confidence. She's a natural blonde, so we'll have her on, and she will give you some tips on how she taught us how to be a redhead. And we have, I think we had a great childhood growing up, but we definitely had challenges, right, as redheads. Yeah, so we grew up in Providence, Rhode Island, I know we talked about this earlier in our episodes, but Adrian and I grew up in a very small Catholic school and we were the only redheads. It was a very small school where each class, I want to say was 20, 30 kids. Yeah. So I think growing up, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to be like everyone else, but yet you have this red hair that's obviously so different and it's a center of attention while you're at recess you know, activities that you're doing. And the one thing you want to kind of be with the cool kids, you want to, you know, you want to be with the popular kids and just really fit in. So I think our mom exudes a lot of confidence. Totally. And totally. She's so confident. And when we were on our book tour in 2016, she came with us from She was in Boston. She was in Nashville. She went to the West Coast and did um, Seattle, Seattle, Portland, Mm -hmm. San Francisco. Uh, We made her carry our banner. Charlotte. She was with us for a lot of the times and a lot of moms would come to our book signing and their daughters weren't even there. And they would say, my daughter wants to dye her hair or... They even had our mom autographing her their books because they were like, well, you raised these two girls, so I want your autograph. So I think, you know, we exude a lot of confidence because of her, and she's just someone who has a lot of natural confidence. I've always told all my friends that she can literally be with someone homeless or she could be with, like, the president, and she's the exact same person. And I think that that's really hard to be as someone who's just really authentically themselves and right, especially this day and age, you know, you try to fit in with certain people when you talk to certain groups, certain nationalities, certain just different people that you meet on a day to day basis. And I think she is just who she is. She, yeah, she's just who she is. And my friends growing up would on a Friday, they're like, can we hang out with your mom? I'm like, no, I don't want to hang out with my mom on a Friday. I want to go out. But I think that she's so herself that it's really refreshing to a lot of people. And so they really they really love her. So we wanted to introduce her a little bit and express how much we love her. Her name is Jan Vendetti. She's a natural blonde from Cali. She met our dad from the Boston area and we grew up in New England in a predominantly Italian neighborhood. We had a really hard time fitting in, and our mom really helped us embrace who we were. So for today's topic, being all about raising redheads and confidence, there's no better guest than our mom, Jan. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth $80 plus, and each product is redhead-friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. 
Hey, Mom. Welcome to the studio. Thank you, girls. I love being here. It's so <laughs> fun. My Actually, our mom, she loves podcasts. So she is really into the whole studio mm -hmm. and you just into got the into whole them. thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Day and night. I love it. Yeah, it's so much fun. So we wanted to talk to you first, Mom, about how we say you're so confident, but mm -hmm. I don't even know this as your daughter. Were you always confident? I guess. I mean, that was just part of my personality. Uh, my mother, your grandmother. Who was a redhead. Uh-huh. Yes, she was a redhead. And she would walk into a room and she'd say, I walk in like I own the place. And she'd <laughs> chuckle because, you know, obviously she didn't own the place. But she had that. She had that. And I think it's just a uh, it's just something we do. Yeah, I love that. So mm -hmm. when you, I know when you met dad and then you had us, were you still so confident? It's just always been something that you've had? Sure. I mean, in order to go on and keep pursuing your dreams and your life, you have to. You have to have that confidence because... That's what keeps you going. Like yeah. you needed confidence to go up to dad and say, are you going to ask me out? <laughs> I did. I did ask your father out. I know he almost <laughs> fell down. <laughs> he says, what? I said, are you? I said, you keep coming into work to see me. And I said, are you going to ask me out or am I going to ask you? And he just went, wow. <laughs> and they've been married 34 years. Yes. In a couple months. Yeah. So yeah. I do, Stephanie and I wanted to kind of start this where we had a really, really popular post. We've had literally millions and millions of people comment and share on this post. And it was titled 10 Things to Know About Having a Redhead Baby, but it was also 10 Things to Know About Having a Redhead Child. Mm. And so a lot of people were commenting who are aunts or uncles or family members or moms or dads saying, I can totally relate to this post. So right. we thought it would be really fun to break down the 10 things and kind of you can share stories about mm. how it was raising us and if you have any advice too along the way. Okay, sure. So people will comment on the red hair constantly. Oh, mm. that red hair is so cute. Women pay hundreds to get that color. Did you hear that throughout our childhood? Oh, sure. I mean, I remember holding both your hands going in, in and out of the stores and the malls. And a lady, this one particular one, just stopped in her tracks, and she said, that's the color I have been wanting all my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then there would be people saying, well, what color do you, what, what number, what number red do you put on their hair? As if you dyed it, like you and, went into a drugstore yeah. and got a box. And and you were like five and seven, and I'm going, what? Moms no. do that? You think moms really dye their kids' hair? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I've never known anyone, but, and then I would also have ladies that would come up and say, oh, can I just touch their hair? And would you let them? Well, I would just kind of like stand as a statue and go, okay, <laughs> they're touching my daughter's head. But it, it was usually very sweet. 
you know, they just wanted to touch your hair. And like make sure it was real almost. Yeah, uh, what about sun protection, mom? You were always really big on sun protection. Mm -hmm. Although I Stephanie wishes she wore more. When I played tennis, I never wore sunscreen outside. You remember? Mm. <laughs> mm. We would go get ice cream after. We were probably <laughs> running late, unfortunately. <laughs> you, We might... I know now they have a, some great sunscreens out there that that are sports related where you don't sweat it off. And So, so we didn't have that back then? I don't know because we might have tried some and they might have gone in your eyes. And you didn't like it, Steph. Do you remember you that like we always had the Aveeno oatmeal bath underneath oh. the sink? So mm -hmm. in case any of us got a sunburn, we would take that bath. Mm -hmm. It was very soothing. It was. Yeah. Yeah, that that was great stuff. But Mom, you always did have sunscreen, though, and aloe and sun protection because our mm -hmm. dad is a redhead. Mm -hmm. So you were always very cautious about everyone. And he's a golfer. So I think he always had to wear sunscreen. We weren't there growing up in Rhode Island, too. I mean, we never went to the beach as a family. But that wasn't something that we did. No, because dad hates the beach. Oh, he hates the beach. <laughs> he, he can't swim. He can't swim that well. He hated the sand in his eyes. And then I he, almost drowned a couple of times. Oh, I know. <laughs> I felt so bad. But I was right there. You weren't Were going. You? <laughs> I, I just saw recently that a study is showing that a lot of accidents are happening at the beach because a lot of parents are on their iPhones. And they're getting distracted. So what was your excuse? Mm. You didn't have iPhones back then. No, we were at Chardonnay. The... No. Well, the, sh <laughs> the Chardonnay could have had a, you know, could have been an issue. However, I was literally four feet from you. And what you did in the pool is you. I know. I was trying to and compete with Adrian. Well, she was already in the deep end. <laughs> and I remember I get, I made sure both of you had swim lessons. But Stephanie, all of a sudden, did not know this pool. And she was walking from the shallow. And all of a sudden, you're in the deep and you're underwater. And, <laughs> and that guy had to come rescue me. The guy says, hey, your, your daughter is <laughs> going under over here. I go, I'm right here, you know. And you... You know, here yeah. you are. So, you're so back to sunscreen. Was it very common to apply baby sunscreen? Well, we were babies? babies. Yeah, like when we were babies, did you always make sure we had a hat and sunscreen oh, on? Well, the hat was very important. And I know when we used to vacation, you know, in Florida, uh, we made, you know, you always covered up. You always had a shirt on. But I remember Adrian getting a sunburn. Like Under, through the clothes. Through the clothes. But we would always try to apply definitely on the face, the nose especially. Yeah. And then, um, but sunscreens have come a long ways because back, back in the day when I was a swimmer, competitive for 10 years, all we had was the zinc oxide, yeah. the white, pure white. And you had this white nose and it was kind of a cool look. Because that was all they had then. Yeah. So, but now they have it where you it blends in. You, you know. can spray it, and it's fifty. Yeah. 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 But but I remember we had sunscreens back in the day when you guys were growing up, and they they were good, but they're just better now. Right. Let's do number three. People will always ask you if you're the parent. 
especially if you don't have red hair. Did you experience that? Oh, boy, did I. I remember it at the, at your school uh, function. Remember, um, they would say, oh, we're looking for the mother of the redheads. So I stepped up, and they go, no, no, not you. We're looking for the mother. And I said, I'm the mother. They're my daughter. <laughs> well, and they, they would just do a double take because here I am, blonde. You know, I have a lot of red tones in my skin. You're very fair. I'm yeah. very fair. But you, you know. do tan really well. I do get a good tan, but I always make sure I have protection on So did face. growing up, did they know dad was the father because he had auburn red hair? Oh, he had the most beautiful auburn hair when I met him. So did they ever There's... ask him questions or they just assumed that that's where we got our red hair from? No, when, we do look like him too. When you were little and he'd have both of your hands, he was in the middle holding both of your hands and you would walk with them. It was just shake your head like, oh my gosh, he is the father. Look at these two <laughs> girls. They look just like him. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody would say that. Number four, you'll get the question, where did the red hair come from? Well, both of your grandmothers were redheads. I have a nephew. Both nephews have a lot of red they tones. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my uncles, my mother was a redhead. And she was one of seven kids. And she never went white, Mom. She never colored her hair. No, she never colored it. She had the most beautiful wow. strawberry blonde hair. Yeah. And and her name was Lucille. Lucille, yeah. Lucille yeah. Ball. And my dad, actually, he was a, a full-blooded Swedish. And he actually had blonde hair when he was young. It actually went very dark. Mm -hmm. Uh so I not so much on his side did the red hair come from, but uh, Grammy, my mother. Mm -hmm. So would you have to tell strangers this? Would they come up to you when we were younger and ask, where's the red hair from? Exactly. They'd say, oh, and I'd always have to explain that both of your grandmothers and then Michael, your dad. Right. He had, like I said, he had the most beautiful Auburn When hair. did he turn white? Hmm. About when you two were teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> we stressed that, him out. That just, the color just left forever. <laughs> Do you remember dad turning white? I don't. I remember him always being white. My yeah, memory me of him too. is with white hair. I me don't too. ever remember him with anything else. Plus he has the curl. Yeah. Now you two girls. Oh, uh, we got the curly hair from him. You we definitely do. Did. Remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my hair is straight, Stick straight, stick straight. Except I have, I do have a little natural yeah, way. Yeah, you think you do. <laughs> okay. Next question. You will also get the question: Were you shocked you had a redhead baby? It's incredibly rare. Only four percent of the world's population has the gene. Mm. So did you get that a lot? Were you shocked first, I guess, to when you yeah, like, when were we you were born? Were you and dad expecting redhead kids? Right. Did you ever talk about mm, it? No. I actually thought, I knew you were going to have light hair. You know, the, the brown and the dark brown was not even in our thought process. Because even though dad's Italian, the red hair comes from him too. So. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. I was shocked. I was. Adrian... 
uh, the the nurse, she's saying, okay, here comes the baby, and it's a blonde. And I'm going, oh, okay, yeah. And then she goes, oh, wait a minute, red hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of parents are surprised. Like, we have a cousin, Mom, Terry. Yeah. And she. Oh, my God. Her daughter, Kira's hair is so but red. But she has olive skin and black hair oh and she is so and then her boyfriend is brown tan skin and they had like the most beautiful redhead baby with porcelain skin i know i know it and came it out goes of nowhere back generations <laughs> and does. generations yeah it sneaks in there did you ever bond with another mother whether it was in public or at a function who also had a redhead baby or toddler did that ever come about mm. do you bond with other women mom <laughs> i do that's a good question i do bond uh, but you know there has to be has to be mutual yeah you yeah. know and that's a no <laughs> well having small kids you're so busy with your own that you're not you know i mean you're you're comparing but even now I'll run into someone and I'll say, oh, you, they'll have like a three or a five-year-old, you know, the, the age difference like you. And I'll say, I have two daughters that are redheads. And I, I remember when they were that age and they're so cute. You know, they were, they were minding, <laughs> you know, and they could stay Leaving. in one spot. They weren't running around. And, uh. So, I feel like the next question is pretty common, but people don't even know it. Redheads tend to feel more pain. Yeah. Did you know that, Mom? I, you know, I learned it from you, and I never put the two and two together, but it does make so much sense. Mom, I really hated getting shots growing up. Oh, my God. You would run around the doctor's oh, office I hated like a it. maniac. I hated it. <laughs> well, you, oh, as soon as the nurses would see you two come in for your annual shots, they'd say, oh, the Vendetti sisters are here. <laughs> and they would have to go in and hold you down. Yeah. Just briefly. You know, nothing, just, okay, here it is. Here's the shot. Bam, you go. Now, Stephanie, I remember taking her to the dentist, and she's in the chair. They haven't even touched her, and she is screaming bloody murder. <laughs> I do remember. Stephanie, that had to be painful. You had teeth taken out to make room for your braces. Do you remember? It was room for my braces, and then I needed to get teeth taken out for my wisdom teeth right you had too many i had to get teeth taken out for my braces in second grade i do remember that and you didn't you did, you had too many in your jaw mm -hmm. oh, that was so painful that was that must have been painful and mom yeah. when i had my wisdom teeth mm. the oh. doctor told my told mom that i wouldn't be able to handle anesthesia which is the next one yeah that we might and not redheads are tended to need more yeah yeah. Mm. Well, Josh, didn't he need more when he? Yeah, my Josh husband, is my, Adrian's husband. Yeah, he actually his mom is a redhead, and so she knew about it, and so they were trying to communicate with the doctor. He was having finger surgery; his whole finger was getting reconstructed, and so the mom, Cheryl, told the doctor, "Listen, my son is a redhead, and he's going to need more anesthesia." 
and they didn't listen to him. And so midway into the surgery, he woke, he woke up. up. Oh my god! And the anesthesiologist was shocked, and they had to give him more, but it was too much. Mm. He slept for almost two days. Mm. Wow. Because it was too much. So I think a lot of doctors who we've talked with in the past, and perhaps we should do a whole episode just on like the medical, the medical fascination right. with people with red hair. But I really feel like it is something that people mm. should know and talk to their doctor about if they're going to be under because it could affect you. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking back of, you know, when I needed a procedure and I, I never had a problem, but um, I guess, you know, it's, it's, it's out there. I mean, mm -hmm. it's definitely true. So mom, do you feel like parents, this is number nine, that they never get sick of the red hair? Did you, you never got sick of looking at our red hair. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. My... So she's the mother. <laughs> <laughs> you created it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, how can you get sick of beauty and love? Oh, I mean, mom, that's so touching. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how can you? It's just part of you. That's who you are. And embrace it and love it. Sure. You're going to love this one. It's the last one. So all babies can be opinionated, but redhead babies will tell you when they are unhappy. Did you, you feel like we were opinionated from the start? Oh. Maybe you more than me. You had a strong personality, Adrian. You were not going to wait to even walk. You rolled. You <laughs> rolled. I mean, one second you're in one spot and then you're under the table because you just would not keep still. You wanted to get life going. And you would crawl. You, you rolled, crawled, and walked. And Stephanie tried to, she, once she saw you and she was ready to crawl, she wasn't quite sure how to coordinate it at first, <laughs> but she was on, she was ready. I just thought of something when dad was younger being opinionated and that woman turned around and said something about his red hair and he, she he slapped her oh he he had an attitude uh he was, he was five like, I think he, he was, was like, really feisty this yeah. is a story from your grandmother she took him out was in new england he had a new camel hair coat with the matching cap with that fiery red hair of his and a lady stood, she was in front of him. She turns around and bends down, and she's just a few inches from his face. And she says, oh, aren't you cute? And your father slapped her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Rosemary, you know, what was she going to do? And, he, yeah, he just, he was fresh. He, <laughs> he, he, he was fresh. You, you guys had your, you double up and kind of go against Especially me. Especially at the grocery store. Remember yeah. we would run all around and oh. then you would hear two daughters are waiting for their mother, Jan, please come to the front <laughs> of the store. Oh, I would embarrass you. Or you would do it to us. Yeah. You would say calling Adrian and Stephanie. And we were so embarrassed. I know. Yeah, they, <laughs> Why did you do that, mom? And I said, well, don't run away. And then one time I took you to the store and 
I said, look, go get something you'd really like to have. Put it in the basket. And if you're good at the end, then I'll, then I'll um, get it for you. Well, you guys threw yourself to the floor. <laughs> uh, you were having a fit. Did we get better as we got older, though? Yes. Yes. It was. I never took you to the store again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, we've talked about confidence, and we've talked about how Stephanie and I owe a lot to mm -hmm. you. What advice do you have for moms who maybe, like, they had a redhead kid, or they know of someone who has red hair, and the little redhead is not going to embrace their red hair or they're not sure if their redhead is going to have confidence they're not comfortable in their own skin what advice do you have for them well I would just say first of all find out whether it's a boy or girl what would make them happy you know would they would they like their hair a little longer would bangs be you know more attractive for them, mm -hmm. maybe they just need some help with some hair products to yeah. make, you know, I mean, let's face it, nothing's prettier than, you know, no matter what color hair you have, but to make it sure it's conditioned mm -hmm. and a good cut for their face. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's just being the best that you can be mm -hmm. and you just need to find out, say, well, you know, would you like your hair longer? Do you want to grow it? Or would you like to have a shortcut like your friend? You know, this yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Just find out what they would like. And then what advice would you give for a son or daughter or a child that's ex who is experiencing bullying? Because, you know, I remember mm. growing up and there, I, rem I don't know some of the exact circumstances and what happened but I remember coming home one day and I told you something about some bullying that happened whether it was with me or a friend and you gave me great advice that they're the ones who have the self-confidence issues well exactly I mean I think a lot of people aren't aware of what they do can hurt someone or maybe they want your attention but they don't know how to go about it so they pick on you for your for your color hair or maybe you're short, tall, fat or thin, but they just maybe they're not going at it at the best way. But you just have to let them know who you really are and that you won't accept the bullying. And that you love your red hair. I think that's right. a really good tip. Is we to always be like, say that. Yeah, we always say that. Like when I used yeah. to get picked on, I would be like, well, I love my red hair. What are they going to say to that? Oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> she right. really loves who she is. I'm just going to keep picking on her. Like, no, they love when you seem to get hurt mm -hmm. by it. They want to hurt you. Right. So if you're like, no, I love my hair. No. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it, and it, it might, it might be, you might be really the first redhead, um, red hair that they're aware of. I right, mean, they've never met another redhead. So of course they're going to pick on someone who's different mm -hmm. with someone with red hair, right? It's an easy target. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we want to also talk about me going blonde, Mom. Mm. So I Stephanie. went... Yes, I got highlights when I was in the fourth grade, mm -hmm. and then it kind of didn't stop from there until I was about 
I think it's sophomore in college. Mm -hmm. So I would get a lot of partial highlights and then full highlights. Dad hated how much money you spent on your hair. I know. It was ridiculous. Mm. If I look back, it Mm. was a stupid decision. But I guess why did you allow me to get my hair done at such an early age? I remember I got that horrible haircut. It was only supposed to be a trim. And she cut (laughs) maybe 10 inches off. And I came to school with a bob. I was mortified. It wasn't even any layers either. It was like puffy, a puffy bob. (laughs) Well, also it was towards the end of school. So yeah, it was really humid out. Yeah. And I had this poopy hair with these streaks of blonde. Mm, I do remember that. (laughs) (laughs) But what did, I guess, why did you allow me to get my hair done? And then what advice would you give moms who are also maybe experiencing the same where their son or daughter want to get highlights? Well, I think when you you have that one haircut, the rest of them were pretty good. <laughs> but but I just, I really didn't want you to color your hair, but you insisted. And so we went ahead, I think, and you had some highlights and then it just just got lighter and lighter and then you have the growth and then once you have that growth you know you either have to what are you going to do with that Mm -hmm. so I you know I went along with it because it that's what you wanted at the time but we all your dad and I were always saying oh gee when is she going to quit covering up that beautiful red hair. So you just wanted to get it out of my system? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you felt very strong about it. Um, I thought y- you you have fair skin, so you made a beautiful, you know, it was beautiful on you. But it also looked really dry. When I look back at photos, it was very coarse, and all the bleach really damaged my hair. Well, exactly, and and after a while, that's what happens when you do that because the color just, it's really damaging your hair after you do it time after time right. after time. And But I just, you know, at the time, that's what you wanted to do. And it did, they did, you know, they did do a good job. Very expensive, though. I know. I would save all my money. <laughs> you would. And then, I would even go to places and get cash back, like $20 well, and you save can, it. Well, you can say <gasps> it cost Confession. you... A, it cost you a lot of money, but for some reason, you always forgot your wallet when you when I was around. So it was like, oh, mom, can you pay for That's this That's typical today? Stephanie, though. But, <laughs> and I, was, I was happy once Kira could color my hair. Mm-hmm. Kira's our very, very good friend who now works for L'Oreal, and we'll have her on an episode, but she, she used to dye my, she used to dye. color my hair. She, she did a, she did a beautiful job. She did a beautiful job. Yeah, well, I'm happy I got it out of my system now, because mm. now, look, I mean, beautiful. I'm a, I'm a redhead. You are both Forever beautiful, and, and you take very good care of your hair, and that was one thing that I passed on to you, because I was really one of the only girls in my family that embraced beauty products, Mm. especially for the hair, you know. So I look at that. And you girls did too. It was important for you to have the right shampoo and the conditioner and make sure you had sunscreen or something on your skin and your hair. I mean, they have 
sunscreen for your hair now. Yeah. 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 And speaking of that, we wanted to talk about beauty tips and specifically for people who are growing Mm. up as redheads and they're kind of, you know, maybe their moms are listening in or someone close to them and wondering what they should do when it's too early to wear makeup. So when did you let us start wearing makeup? You know, specifically maybe Mm. just mascara. We went to Clinique. You were friends with well, Nana, Nana gave us our first mascara, and I don't think mom cared that we were wearing it. No, but remember at the PPM clinic, you were the makeup artist there. I can picture her. I forget, forgot her name. Oh, You mom, befriended you her. Oh, I think her name was Anne. Anne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clinique, and we went to Clinique, and you got That's us a compact, right. you got us a compact foundation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the liquid, though. It was no, powder. it was powder. Because you was... said we needed to start with powder. Well, the powder, I like the powder because it it gives you a nice matte finish. So you have that nice, you know, so if there's any moisture, like in the T-zone, you know, mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. kind of cover that up and just pat it dry. So do you powder throughout the day? Uh, it de- I've caught you. It depends. <laughs> it depends because of the humidity and if I've been indoors all day or have I been out. But you do carry one with you. Everywhere oh, you go. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I feel like, Mom, growing up for me was really hard because mm. I had really, really light eyebrows and light eyelashes. And I feel like just this morning when we were putting on our makeup together in the bathroom, I was like, oh, I'm so happy that like I know that like I have just this really pretty Urban Decay brown eyeliner on today. I love that copper on you. Yeah, it's so pretty. It is. And then with black mascara. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, it really changed everything when I learned to just kind of enhance those really, really light features on my face. Because it was so like, you know, when you're growing up, it's like another way to kind of what, what you said, maybe you need to... To get more confidence, you should get a good hair product or you should do certain things. Mm. And for me, that was mascara. Mascara and eyebrow mm-hmm. product was really important mm-hmm. for me because it really like shapes up your whole face and makes you look so I- great. Eyebrows are everything, I think. Yeah. They really shape your face. I look back at photos mm-hmm. when I never penciled in my eyebrows and we were just getting them threaded and they were so small and they just didn't. They don't compliment. If exactly. they're not done, I noticed a big difference. Like, Mom, my memory yeah. of you growing up is always, you always had a lot of eye makeup on and you slept with your makeup. <laughs> Do you remember? She yes. always woke up with makeup on. And you also made us late for school because you had to put makeup on. <laughs> well, I wanted to, you know, the old saying is, you know, what if you break down? I mean, you want to... And you of- always see people... When you have no makeup on. Don't you feel like that? Oh, oh yeah. my God. I I could have, you know, looked drop dead gorgeous. And I wouldn't see a soul <laughs> the time that I would throw a flip flop on, maybe sunglasses and a little lip, a uh, little gloss or something. Oh, my gosh. I'd run into someone. <laughs> you know? And, Mom, I feel like a lot of redheads have redness on their cheeks, mm. and I know you do too. And this morning we were talking about the color wheel and going the opposite of the color wheel. Stephanie, you were talking yeah, about it too. Yeah, so I like to use yellow underneath my eyes before applying concealer 
because I have a lot of blue undertone underneath my eyes. So I've learned that that really works for me. And I was always doing kind of like a, a reddish underneath my concealer, but it would kind of sink in my eyes. So this kind of makes it a little bit more brighter. Mm -hmm. But you, do you do any of that? Certainly. I have a, I'm blotchy. Yeah. I have a lot of, I, my, my cheeks are red, but my chin and I probably have rosacea, which I have been diagnosed with slightly, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not inflamed. So what I do is I, for my chin and my cheeks, I'll put the concealer. Okay. And it has a yellow base. And so I does just mine, pat yeah. it. And then if I get a, a like a, a little blemish and I'm not able to maybe get rid of it the night before, then once I have my primer on, I'll see what's coming through and then I'll just put a little bit of the concealer on that blemish. And then I pat my powder on. Great tip. Just to, because if you're blotchy, it's not, it's going to come through the powder if you don't use a concealer. That's right. what I found. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. So what's the one beauty product you can't live without? Mm, for my face? Yeah. Well, I'd have to say uh, primer. Primer is awesome. Oh, it fills in those those fine lines. It fills in those pores around your nose and under your eyes. And it just gives you that overall youthful look. And what's your favorite brand? Oh, it's the Lancome. It's the La Base Pro. Mm, Perfecting the, oh makeup primer. God. It goes on like velvet yeah it does feel nice and it's, it's oil free it's oil mm -hmm. free and that's why you know your skin does look great right now thank you and i love it you know I, it's light it's not heavy and it just goes on i mean you put it on your neck oh my do not remember i i taught you to never forget your don't, don't forget, forget the neck because nothing's worse than you see the face and the neck has been neglected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's it's one and the same. Oh my gosh, because there's the eyes, there's the nose, mouth, and what? <laughs> yeah. So you put primer on your neck? Oh, sure, sure. And if you've ever noticed, your skin should try to feel as soft as it is, right? Go underneath your chin. And right there, see how mm. soft it is right there? Yeah, it does. Just before good. the neck starts. Mm -hmm. That's really how your skin should feel. Because if you think about it, the sun really doesn't get there too No, much. it doesn't. That's probably why I don't have any freckles underneath my chin. Like my neck. Oh, area. yeah. No, yeah, no. You, you both, you've always, Stephanie, you've always had more freckles. Right. Yeah, but they've kind of faded. I think over the years. Yeah. Well, she gets chemical peels too to help with pigmentation. Oh. So it really helps. That's right. That's but right. I, I, I still love my freckles and I still have a lot. But I like the chemical peels because I was noticing that mm. my skin tone was looking really uneven. Mm. So it kind of makes it all, all kind of go together because you are working with pigmentation, but I'm not doing it to erase the freckles. I, cause I love my freckles. And I think that's one thing I always 
disliked growing up were my freckles. But now I, I love them. Mm. Mom, Beautiful. Susan Simonelli, mm-hmm. who we've talked about in a previous episode, but I know that she gave you a facial when we oh, were in the city. Yes. And she did a UV light on you and found out that you have no damage. Yeah, I was shocked because here I am, I'm 67. Look, 25. Oh, oh. thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I was, like, as I mentioned, I was a swimmer, so I had that chlorine for years and years, but I always tried to moisturize. And along with primer, I know I said primer is the most important. I don't think I'd go out of the house without primer, but the moisturizer. I mean, when mm-hmm. I look at someone's skin, and they I, don't use moisturizer, oh, I want, tell. I want to, I want to take my moisturizer out and go. My gosh, here, just please. And know. I think a lot of people, like Josh, he didn't grow up with lotion, and now for the past five years mm. or so, that he's actually been religiously putting on. He knows the feeling of having dry skin, but he told me all those years. He thought that that's how skin was supposed to feel, tight. I always always tell Mm. Brian, too, don't forget your elbows. You taught us elbows. Elbows. People can, can, when they're ashy. So I make sure that he applies it on his elbows because you don't want to be that person that has those those cracked elbows. Exactly. And that's that's where the... um, the moisturizer at the at the bed stand is that your where, night stand is because, the best. Yeah, I agree because you're going to bed at the at night, of course, and that's the perfect time. So it has all night to you know take care of that because I know you've seen those elbows that <laughs> just are dying for that moisturizer the same thing i love to put a foot cream on before bed because mm. then you're nice and snuggly into your sheets and your yeah. feet are nice and hydrated especially if it has lavender in it. i know oh, i, I know. love lavender mm. i do too well mom thank you so much for giving us confidence well, who knows we might have amazing. never started how to be a redhead without you well thank you girls for having me i'm just you're our best thrilled. friend <laughs> thank you well you're my best friends and rock it i'm just Love to be part of it. Woo. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth $80 plus, and each product is redhead-friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. So I know everyone says this <laughs> about their own mom, but our mom is amazing. I know. We love the her so best. much. We love her so much, and she's really just always there for us. And I know she, besides just being a redhead, she always gives us really good advice. And she um, really does. Even whether it's back when I was single and now with Brian gave awesome relationship advice, beauty advice, life advice. And I was joking with her when we hung up about why she didn't bring up this one story. I was waiting for her to bring up I was obsessed with my eyelashes when I was when I you was a were teenager. In high school. Yeah. And I wanted really, really long eyelashes. And back then, eyelash extensions didn't were not, really ex- no. If they did exist, we didn't know about no, them. No, and I didn't like the I didn't like the strips because they were too heavy. And I was obsessed with this mascara. We talked about it the other day. And you would put white on it was your the L'Oreal. You would put white on your eyelashes like a primer, and you would let it dry, and then you would layer on the black. But I would layer on too much. 
And I was literally, my mom said I was late for school because I was so focused on these eyelashes, but they were like spiders, like on my eyelashes. And I thought that they looked so good. And then I was also obsessed with sunless tanner. And, and I she remember let me go that stage. I remember when you would take off your blouse after you got home because I always did the laundry in my family <laughs> and your whole neck. Your whole neck would be on your blouse, would be Full covered in foundation and sunless tanner. I know. It was so hard for me to love my skin. Where was I during your mascara late days? I don't know. Maybe dad like took you to school and I like drove myself. I have no idea. But or I was, I was always like, running, running track or something. Yeah. I was <laughs> always, always running late. So I think as you grow up too, you're like, I remember my mo- mom used to say to us, wow, you are going to realize as you get older that you have qualities about your mom and they're going to come out. And I think too, there's some, sometimes I read whether it's a beauty article or something in a magazine about some makeup tips. And most of the time, once I read those tips, I think to myself, oh my God, my mom taught me that. I remember when we were really young and she said to outline the inner, the underneath your eye, like your waterline, put a white eyeliner and that will make your eyes pop. And then I, you see it all over beauty articles now. I know we featured a product in the H2 bar box, a white eyeliner to enhance your eyes. But that's something that I'm thinking to myself, looking back, I'm like, my mom taught me that when I was like 16 years old. I know. I know. I feel like it's a lot of timeless tips that, that we get from her. Yeah. Which is always really cool. And I think as we're growing up and learning more as we grow, but in the beauty world and as women that our mom taught us some really lifelong lessons and advice. And I think too, what she let us do is she let us be who we were. Right. Whether that was you going blonde or me having eyelash issues or- That looked like caterpillars or- (laughs) Or or putting too much sunless tanner on. She let us go through the stages because she didn't want to be overbearing. And I think that that let us have a lot of individuality. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very thankful for that. And we'll definitely have to have her back and talk more about mom, mom things. Yeah, definitely. Rock like a redhead. 